This is All Things Online, the B-Web podcast. Thank you for joining us again for another episode of All Things Online, the B-Web podcast, where we talk about online challenges that every business faces at some time or another and share plenty of tips for you to follow too. This podcast is going to be great for anyone who isn't content with their content. See what I did there? (laughs) Very good. Um, Now, Zoe, um, I want to share with you my thoughts on this thing called content marketing. It really, really, really winds me up. Right. Because everybody's talking about it. I, I think it's fair to say I don't quite get it. Right. <laughs> I, kind of, I kind of understand it's something that everybody needs to do, but I don't see the, I don't see the initial gain, the benefit, the reward from doing it. It just right, seems okay. to be, well, take my query head on, go on. Well, I've done a Google search just to sort of clarify what content marketing is. And according to a dictionary, Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. A type of marketing that involves the creation and sharing of online materials such as videos, blogs and social media posts that does not, and this is the important bit, does not explicitly promote the brand, but is intended to stimulate interest in its products and services. Right. Okay. So. It sounds a bit woolly to me. It's a bit woolly. So basically, I think way back, marketing was advertising. Yes. So there used to be things called adverts. Yeah. There still are, but they're all content marketing adverts yeah. now. So adverts had your logo on, they had your special offer and they're a bit shouty. And that's how people promoted their business. But more recently, since we have social media, it's now content marketing. So if you imagine if we went on to Facebook or Instagram and everybody's post was just their logo and a shouty advert, we wouldn't be very engaged. We wouldn't be following those brands. So actually, for brands to follow us, they do a thing called content marketing, which is it sounds complicated. And for most business owners, I suppose, especially small businesses, it might feel like it's really complicated, but it doesn't have to be. So instead of just sharing your logo and your special offer, you're creating content, which is laborious. And basically, you're trying to get people engaged with what you do and your services and products, but without directly selling to them as an advert. Let me put all this into context, right? So whilst we work together on creating this podcast series, All Things Online, we're lucky in that I run an audio communications company with studios you're one of our clients and we work together and collaborate on many different projects. You run a web design agency. So there's a fit here. It's not too difficult for us to create content to use in content marketing. But putting this particular kind of content together is what we do. But this isn't really possible for everyone to do, is it? No, not everyone's got access to a website designer or a podcast yeah. agency. So it's not going to be so simple. But If you think about content marketing from a different point of view, it suddenly becomes a lot easier. If you think about content marketing as the process of creating one single bit of interesting content and sharing it multiple times, all of a sudden you just start to see the advantages of it. So it's one bit of content. And instead of you just sharing it one time with one person, you can share it on multiple channels a number of times and you can share it again later if it's interesting so all of a sudden now instead of having a massive to-do list of generating lots and lots of content you're creating one little thing that's interesting and you can share it across multiple channels for example this podcast we're recording it we've uh, instagrammed our process we'll have a transcript of it so all of a sudden we've got several different ways this half an hour or this bit of content is going to be shared with many people and then we can share it again and again and again so it's reusable 
Okay, well, I think we're doing quite well with regards to this. But when it comes to us creating content for ourselves, so when you're not in the studio with us, when we've not got other things to do, I think it's fair to say that we find that quite difficult. Yes, we, if is. we're working with a client, it's <laughs> fine. It's like, you know, you go around to um, the house of a painter and decorator and it's, it's never finished. Yes. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. So what, how, do you, how do you keep that content marketing ball rolling? Yeah, you do have to keep up momentum. So I think it's, it's worthwhile thinking about doing, doing less. So instead of doing Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, HTML, emails, podcast, the whole thing, think about the few things that you want to do and that, that you can do and are, are interesting to you and then can become part of your natural workflow. But yeah, some, some people you go into Instagram and they spent a huge amount of time and effort. Other people, not so much. But, you know, quality over quantity at any time. Um, where do you start then when it comes to creating a content plan? Is a plan needed? I think starting really is think about the conversations you're having with your customers. So, so let's say you are a cobbler. I happen to know a very good cobbler in Plymouth that's brilliant on social media. And let's, let's say that's what you do. And you know, you're fixing shoes. That's all you're doing. And for you, you've been doing it for, for many, many years. It doesn't seem that interesting. But actually, for your customers and for people outside of your business, what you do behind the scenes is quite interesting. And if you just keep producing content of the stuff that you're doing behind the scenes it can be interesting to other people all things online follow the bweb team on twitter at bweb agency what kind of platforms are there that you can utilize then we know about facebook twitter instagram is that pretty much the core Uh, Yeah, so Instagram, it depends on your business. If you can be image led, so if you have fairly nice offices or scenery or things in your day to day that are Instagrammable, go for that approach. If you don't really have that, if if, you know the office that you work in isn't great and the products that you're looking at aren't particularly sexy, instead think about using Twitter. So you haven't got the, the overhead of having to have the photographs. I think maybe as recently as five years ago content marketing was all about blog posts and writing blogs that takes a huge amount of time it could take a couple of hours to write a blog post and once you've written it and you look at your google analytics nobody's actually read it so it's a complete waste of time so i think the thing with social media is is quicker and it's more instant so you can produce content a lot quicker (laughs) you can be a lot more responsive when you're writing the content instagram twitter facebook if you're so inclined and LinkedIn, if you are professional services, if you are a business to business, LinkedIn's really rather good. I need to up my game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I do too. LinkedIn, I, I've only recently started to embrace LinkedIn. Up until then, I just didn't get it. I kind no. of, but it's it's quite difficult when you you do have different markets because, or rather, different audiences. I should say, if you're business to consumer and you're creating things like, say, you're a florist and you're doing flowers floral displays every five or ten minutes you've naturally got some really pretty content that you can roll out but if you're business to business and you're a consultant for example Mm -hmm. and you go into a business and you help them look through their financial accounts or, or come up with a sales strategy it's not quite as picturesque it's not but if you think about what they have though they have a huge amount of knowledge they will every day they're probably teaching their clients something new and there's a new tip or a new bit of interesting information they've discovered they can just be sharing that doesn't have to have the image with it, see. Can content be leveraged in different ways? 
What do you mean, Paul? I have no idea. <laughs> well, I think I think we goes back to what I said at the beginning about resharing content. So if you've created a yeah, blog, yeah, I think that's what I mean in terms of like you know when you've got when you've got a bit of content. Can you do other things with it? Yeah, so let's say you do make the effort to write this blog post that's taken you two hours and no one's actually looked at it. Don't don't just forget about it. Sort of reshare it in the future. So mm-hmm. I definitely think that if anyone was to take the time to write a blog post, which we all know takes a bit of time, I think think about the conversations you're having with your customers. So let's say there's a frequently asked question that always props up. How to do this or do I need to have this in place? So think about that question and write the blog post to answer that question. So at least it's got one purpose. And next time you get asked it, you can say, brilliant, I've got the answer to that. Have a read of this blog post. So I think if you try to be savvy, you can create content that kind of incorporates your day to day. I suppose a good thing is the fact that um, content marketing in theory shouldn't cost you an awful lot of money to produce, should it? No. So something else I was going to touch on, actually, is that, I mean, we run social media channels for our clients, but we always advise our clients to also stay in that channel for them to create it. So if we're producing some Facebook posts for a client, we would, wouldn't want them to stop they still need to to post the day-to-day activities of their business and behind the scenes for a couple of reasons, really, because people want to engage in the brand and what's actually happening and not a polished post uh, social media post. So I think having a balance of both those things works quite nicely. That's interesting because you, you've mentioned polished postings. Yes. <laughs> I have an issue with doing things randomly and, and, and creating what I would consider unpolished content. I kind of, a bit, I have a perfectionist approach. Everything needs to look beautiful as though it's been photographed by a, by a cameraman or, or it has to be recorded perfectly with, in, the, in the studio, for example. Yes. I mean... Well, that in itself is going to cause a barrier. That's going to mean yeah. every single time you think about posting something, you put yourself off. You think, no, I'm not going to post that. And the other way of that is that if we talk about the content marketing and the description I had at the beginning about it being an advert for the business, if things are too polished and too perfect every single time, it looks contrived and it looks a little bit like maybe you've outsourced to an agency and no one really yeah. wants that to be the thing. You want to be engaging with the brand. So I think just have the same kind of content as you would in a normal conversation that you're having with a, a potential customer. So to use a boxing analogy, let your guard down. Yeah, otherwise we won't do it. No, no one mm. will be posting anything. And yeah, there's always going to be Instagram accounts that you look at and think, oh my God, how have they done that? That looks beautiful. Just forget about it. Just just, <laughs> just <laughs> do them. your thing and be yourself. That's, yes. a, that's a good point, actually, because can you go over the top? Is there a risk that you can become annoying by creating too much content? Yeah, I think so. But I mean, at the end of the day, all all of the channels have algorithms behind it. So Facebook, Instagram, etc. Even if you were to post many, many times in one day, Instagram, unfortunately, won't necessarily put all of your posts in front of everybody's feed because it looks at how often they've engaged with you. So if they've engaged with you, they'll see more. If they haven't, they'll see less. So I haven't seen any of our own small business clients doing too much on social media. It's always been the other way around. Looking at Instagram very, very quickly and before we come to a close, you've got two elements of Instagram and and these two elements are are reflected by different social media platforms. You've got the postings, the things that you put in your stream, as it were. And then you've got the stories, which kind of I, I see them. They appear and then they seem to disappear after a day or so. Yeah. Do you need to do both? How do you leverage one versus well, this, the other? And what's the mix? This might help with your your previous concern about things being not so polished. So, yeah, you've got the grid, which is the basic Instagram page where you see all the photographs that you've posted. Then you've got stories, which is I think it lives for 24 hours. 
And actually, Instagram recently also launched Instagram TV. So you've got another element as well. But if we just talk about the stories for the moment, the stories are only there for 24 hours. People only see them if they take the time to swipe through and they're following you. And they're very, very quick. So content can go in there that isn't brilliantly polished that matches your brand because it's only there for a little while. So I, I like to think of the stories as the proper nitty gritty behind the scenes of what you're doing. And then the grid, I want people to be able to look at my grid and, and instantly understand the brands. That's slightly more polished content. And naturally, I put more stuff in stories than I do on the grid. I think that's the same case for most people as well. Okay, right. So everybody, get to grips with content marketing and create something and just stick it out there. Thank you very much for for explaining all that. My question to you is, do you agree or do you disagree with regards to content marketing? How do you use it? What's the future of it? Or is it actually just a trend that's probably going to disappear in another year or two? Uh, Share your thoughts with us. BWeb is available on Twitter at BWeb Agency. Zoe Ashby is on LinkedIn. And you can, of course, use an old-fashioned method called email if you like. Thanks for listening to All Things Online. Contact the BWeb team with your questions and comments by email. Info at bewebsites.co.uk And follow BWeb on Twitter at BWeb Agency. All Things Online was produced by Fresh Air Group. Visit freshairgroup.co.uk Joint copyright BWeb Limited and Fresh Air Studios Limited.